weary, spent, and overworked, Marco Polo, his father and uncle, are tired after walking through the dusty, sandy desert to the coop again. This was Marco Polo's first mission. They had been walking for hours and are exhausted from the hot weather. Sweat is dripping from their faces. They are stressed out and want to stop for a fresh drink of water from the nearby spring. This is a biography of Marco Polo by Scarlett, Susan, and Giselle. soon after he was born and his family was soon in devastation. His father was in the picture but he was always on a mission and away from home so Marco Polo's aunt raised him. His father and uncle Nico Mafio Polo were successful gem merchants who spent the majority of his childhood in Asia. Being brought up in a mercantile family living in a Seleucid countryside, Marco Polo was caught, uh, taught foreign currency trade and educated eloquently. As his family were merchants, and at the time Venice was engaged in international commerce, they were at great advantage financially and provided Marco with a great education that included, among other things, classes in French and Italian. As he would acquire a skill in trade with a yearning to better his skills in trading young, as Marco Polo walked to the local market as the smell of the fresh produce lingered through the air. The smell of the fresh, sweet strawberries and the dust swifting through the air caught his senses. This was Marco Polo's mission to Kukulkin. It's 1271 and the Polos are venturing east, embarked on a new journey, and this time taking Marco Polo with them. After transporting a letter from the Kukulkan to the Pope, the Polo brothers were soon back on their way to Asia, now bearing gifts and the letters from the newly elected pope to the Kublai court. Accompanied by two friars, who left them soon as they reached a war zone and the friars grew wary of continuing the trek in the murky, dark, hostile environment that grew nearer by every step. However, the Polo family trekked on, unafraid of the hazard that could lay ahead of them. Traveling through Armenia, Persia, and Afghanistan, the they arrived at Tabriz that Polo describes as a great city surrounded by beautiful and pleasant gardens. After Tabriz, the Polos traveled south to Hormoz with the intention of traveling by ship from the part in Hormoz. However, the poor conditions of the boats contradicted their initial plan, and so that leads them to continuing their great escapade on foot. Well into the family's journey, Marco Polo falls ill in Badakhstan and they were set back a year to allow him to recover. After Marco Polo's lengthy recovery, they get the party started yet again and set off for the Gobi Desert, and thereafter Sa Chao, modernly known as the Gansu province of China. They take a break and rest as they needed heavy TLC from the treacherous adventure and situated themselves in an oasis. Being a major stop on the Silk Road, Sa Chao controlled the entrance to the Neri Hexi Corridor which was the most important route between North China and the Terran Basin in Central Asia. In 1275, the Poles arrived in Shantu, the summer home to the Kubakin Court. A royal escort is sent to get them. The Poles near before the Kubakin Court and are welcomed. They hand the letters from the Pope to the Great Khan. 
Kublikin really liked Marco because of his travel experience and his ability to speak several different languages. The Khan sent Marco on several special missions. He was sent to China, Burma, and India. When Marco visited these places, he would write about them. Seventeen years later, the Khan let Marco go back to Europe. But before he could go, he had one last task, and that was to escort the Mongol princess Kolkachin to a Persian prince, Argan. As Marco and his brothers set off to Persia, the journey was rough. There had been lots of deaths and even some pirate attacks. They finally reached Persia, but soon found out that Prince Argan died two years ago. They solved their problem by having Kokachin marry Argan's prince, son Prince Garzan. While Marco was in Persia, they learned that the Kublikin had died. Now on their way back to Venice, they stopped in the city along the Black Sea. They stopped in Trebonzon, which is along the Silk Road in an important trading city. The Polos went across the Black Sea and stopped in Constantinople, then across the Mediterranean, then finally reached Venice. Marco Polo's later life consists of him grieving the losses of his dear friends and settling down in his birthplace of Venice. He married Denota Barter, and they had three children. There are rumors of wary of the truthfulness of Marco Polo's great escapes, specifically regarding his travels to China, as there are no mentions of pronounced differentiations between European traditions, like the use of chopsticks. But even if they aren't the most accurate documentations, they sure are fascinating and eloquent page-turning stories.